the experience of being misunderstood, disrespected, or not heard is often not generated by the other. Most of the time, it is generated by what you are not communicating. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here. Whether you are new to the podcast or a long-time listener, I am grateful you're here. This is your weekly mini-workshop on transformative communication in which you get to reflect on how the language you use to communicate impacts your life and relationships, and where you come away with transformative communication tools that you can put into practice right away so that you can bring forth more love, more peace, and more equity in a world that needs you as the compassionate, mature adult that you are. I'd like to start with a couple of questions today. Do you want to experience being understood? Do you want to feel heard, respected? Well, maybe these are rhetorical questions, but if your answer was yes, this episode is for you. So get yourself ready and open to learn. The truth is that I have not encountered a person who does not want to have the experience of feeling understood, heard, respected. Feeling that we are understood, having the experience that we are heard or knowing that we are respected is universally human. In fact, most of the people who come to work with me and either have a communication coaching program with me, whether it's a one-on-one, a couple program with their partner, or whether they come to an online group coaching offering, they do so because they don't experience understanding from others, or they don't believe others really hear them, or they don't feel respected by the people in their lives. My spiritual teacher says that if you want to untie a knot, you need to know how the knot was tied. And that's exactly what I do with my coaching clients during the first phase of our work with communication patterns. When we look at understanding how it is that my clients feel unheard, misunderstood, and disrespected, what we often discover is that underneath these feelings, there's a pattern of communication that doesn't have to do with the other person, their family members, the people they're dating, or their coworkers. What we usually find is that it is my clients' and students' communication patterns that generate the experience of not being understood, heard, or respected. Before I give you some examples, it would be useful for you to consider a situation or an interaction in which you wanted to be understood, heard, or feel respected, but you didn't experience that 
or you didn't experience it to the degree that you wanted to. So take a few seconds and connect to an experience in which you didn't experience understanding, being heard, or the sense of respect you wanted. With that situation in mind, do your best to remember what you said to the other person in that interaction. And now, let's dive in. Okay, now that you connected to that interaction, I am going to tell you what my clients discover as they look at how this communication knot was tied. What my clients usually uncover is that they didn't communicate what they needed to communicate. And that's why they were not understood, heard, or respected. Yes, what they communicated was a very abridged version of what they needed to say, or maybe it was an indirect version that had lots of hints for the other person to guess, or maybe their language was so general abstract or ambiguous that it could have been interpreted in so many ways, but not in the way my client wanted. Let me give you a true example. One of my communication coaching clients wanted her daughter to visit her more often. She said to me, Alejandra, my daughter doesn't understand me. If she did, she would respect me or my wishes. And I'm so tired of not being heard when I ask for more contact. So I asked my client about the language she was using when she asks her daughter for more contact. What words do you actually say to your daughter when you ask her to visit you more often? She didn't know. I gave her the piece of homework to reflect on this, to call her daughter and ask her for more contact in the way she usually does, and then to write it down and share it with me. That's right. When I work with my clients and their communication, they don't just work with me during a coaching session. They take steps to explore and cover and practice in between sessions. If you want sustainable transformation, you need to practice. And that's why when I work with my clients, I even have an app in which they can get my ongoing support in between our sessions. We communicate about what they're working on. I cheer them on on their journeys. I ask them how things are going, keep them accountable. This is how we can transform our communication. So going back to the example, my client called her daughter and then she wrote down what she said, which led her to remember other things she had said to her daughter in the past. My client found out that she usually says one of three things. Number one, I'm so glad I have a picture of you in the living room so that I can remember what you look like. Number two, I'm so alone and bored. Number three, I just saw my neighbor getting out of her son's car again. It must be so nice to go to places and not be stuck at home all the time. When we looked at what she said, with openness and compassion, what we found was that my client was dropping hints with passive-aggressive language, but not really saying what she needed to say to be able to feel understood, heard, or respected. So then I asked her, when you wish that your daughter would visit you more often, what do you say to yourself 
what do you tell yourself in your internal dialogue? She immediately said, oh, well, what I say to myself is that I would love my daughter to visit me once a week because we have so much fun together. It doesn't matter if we watch a movie or if we go somewhere. I just love her company. And I'm so proud of the adult she has become. She's so interesting. Ah, I said, how about you communicate that to your daughter? That is so much more direct, accurate, and inviting. Remember when I asked you to think of a situation in which you didn't feel understood, heard, or respected, or to the degree that you wanted to have those experiences? And then I asked you to remember what you said to the other person? This is the time to notice again what you said or what you might have said to the other person. Was it clear? Was it explicit? so that the other person could understand you, hear you, and respect you? Or did you communicate like my client, in an indirect way, in a passive-aggressive way, or in a way that might have elicited some defensiveness, shutting down, or discomfort? If you now notice that what you said to that other person in the interaction you brought to mind was not clear, if you didn't communicate what you needed to communicate, that lack of communication will not get you the experience of being heard, understood, or respected. So for example, if what you wanted was to be heard, respected, and understood by your boss, and maybe you didn't communicate these things to your boss, how can your boss understand what you want if you don't express that? And then perhaps when you go to a meeting, you don't share your professional opinions or give your professional suggestions or clearly let your boss know what you are able to do. Or if what you brought to mind was with your partner and say, You told your partner that you were going to get a hotel for the weekend getaway, and you didn't, and then your partner gets upset with you. What is it that you didn't communicate to your partner? How can your partner understand that you didn't work on getting a hotel for the weekend getaway, not because you didn't care about your partner or you didn't want to have a fun, romantic weekend with them, but that you didn't do it because you felt worried about money? Or if the situation you brought to mind was with a relative, say that it was with your sibling and you feel upset that when you're planning family events, you feel like all the responsibility is on you. And when you text your plans to your sibling, your sibling only responds with a thumb up emoji and you find this so disrespectful. How would your sibling know unless you tell your sibling how you want them to communicate with you, and what part of the family event you'd like them to help you plan. So check this out because the experience of being misunderstood, disrespected, or not heard is often not generated by the other. Most of the time, it is generated by what you are not communicating. I have seen huge conflicts 
start, grow, and escalate to unnecessarily painful proportions because someone didn't communicate clearly, directly, or explicitly at a time when clarity, directness, and explicitness were needed. And more specifically, I see again and again that people have a hard time communicating explicitly, clearly, and directly messages or experiences that are about feelings, about setting boundaries, about communicating needs, about sharing that they themselves made a mistake or that they experienced some kind of failure. So one more time, consider the interaction you brought to mind. Was this interaction in which you felt misunderstood, disrespected, or not heard related to a feeling, a boundary, a need, a mistake, or some kind of failure on your part? If you find one of these things, then notice that what you didn't communicate in some way felt vulnerable to you. And that's the reason for your lack of communication. That is how the communication knot was tied. If you'd like to work with this further, and I really encourage you, you do, then this week, notice when you don't feel heard, when you feel misunderstood or disrespected. And check out if there was a need, a boundary, a feeling, or a mistake that you didn't communicate because it felt vulnerable at the time. And going back to the story with my client, I'm happy to report that she did communicate clearly, explicitly, and specifically with her daughter in the same positive way that she was communicating to herself in her internal dialogue. And the outcome was that her daughter started visiting her and even coming to her mother's home with friends. So as you can see, like my client, you too can transform your communication and get the kinds of experiences and relationships you most want. Now, if you notice that you often feel misunderstood, disrespected, or not heard in your most important and close relationships or in your professional relationships, then please get the support you need. You deserve respect, understanding, and being heard. If you'd like my support, check out my website, languagealchemy.com, to find out how I work with people and whether it would be beneficial for you to sign up for a one-on-one coaching program, a couple communication coaching program, or a group coaching program. And now let's recap what you've heard. In this episode, we talked about what often happens when we want understanding to be heard or to feel respected, but we come away of interactions not having those experiences. We talked about how most people think it is the other person who doesn't understand them, who doesn't listen well, or who doesn't respect them. But in many occasions, it has less to do with the other and more to do with us and what we are not communicating. Then I shared why we usually don't communicate what we don't say out loud. And I talked about the impact 
this lack of communication has. At the end, I left you with a piece of homework and I invited you to check out my website if you would like some support. Finally, if you got something valuable out of this episode or any other episode from the Language Alchemy podcast, I'd like to ask you to pay it forward by leaving a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Google Podcast. All you need to do is say what you appreciate about the Language Alchemy podcast. For example, Bendy left a review on Apple Podcast. Bendy wrote, Super insightful. I've really enjoyed these podcasts and Mrs. Soroka's delivery. Timely and insightful wisdom we can all use from time to time. And each episode offers food for thought and deep reflection. I appreciate these offerings very much. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Bendy. I'm so grateful you are benefiting from the podcast. And I'm grateful for your generosity of leaving a review that can help other people find the podcast as well. So how about you? I'd be very grateful if you take a minute to write a review. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to Bendy for the description and the five-star review on Apple Podcast. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.